All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back at it. We are out here on the road in beautiful Boise, Idaho. But nonetheless, we are out here making money, changing lives, and doing the damn thing because every day is a hustle. So, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about how to rev up your business while looking at one of the most profitable style of business models. Now, listen, we all have traveled, or most of us have traveled, I should say, at some point in our lives. Uh, and, And while traveling, you know, you'll get your options, right? So you could always fly Delta, United, American, you know, one of the standard airlines that, uh, you know, comes with a seat, comes with, you know, a carry on and all those, all those great things. Or you can fly what we always think as the ghetto birds, the spirits, the frontiers, breeze. I just found out about breeze like two or three days ago. But Breeze, um, I know I'm probably missing a couple others, but um, when you look at these types of airlines, you know, we always think they're ghetto because you pay money for a ticket on Spirit, right? Well, literally, it is just a ticket. So if you want to know where you're sitting... That's an extra twenty five dollars. You want to bring that backpack with you? Well, that's an extra thirty dollars. Or if you want to check a piece of luggage, well, that'll just cost you an easy forty dollars. So, long story short, you know, we look at all these different types of 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 airlines and. You know, nine times out of ten, we always go with the normal ones, right? Because it's less stress. You know exactly what you're getting. But when you really look at <clears throat> that business model, there's a lot that you could take from it. When you look at the Spirit and the Frontier Airlines, there is a lot that you could take from those things because their business is much less is is much like any other business, right? So. You can have your your customers pay one price, and it encompasses everything, right? Have your customers pay a hundred bucks, right? And that's custom design on a cake. That's the cake itself. That's you know pickup delivery, whatever, whatever, whatever. Or you can be like Spirit Airlines and say, all right, well, for two hundred dollars you get the cake, but you want a custom design, you want a name on it. Well, that's an extra ten dollars. You want, you know, you want us to drop it off? Well, that's an extra $50. And start to get those add-ons. Start to do those things that, that, that increase your revenue, that increase your stake in things, and that make people, you know, really, really have to pay a little bit more rather than just giving them absolutely everything up front for that one price and calling it a day. You know, so 
that's how you can really look at things. You know, you can really figure out new revenue streams to really increase your business. Now, listen, am I saying it's always going to work? Absolutely not. Because when you look at some of these airlines, take JetBlue. JetBlue tried that same type of business model initially when they launched and it flopped, which is why they pretty much changed their business model to more of a traditional airline. Okay. But it does work certain times and in certain ways, but you of course have to strategize. You have to have the business plan. You have to do the research on your market to make sure that it actually works. Right? So let's take Bitcoin. Okay. Bitcoin said, okay, well, you buy Bitcoin, you know, you sell Bitcoin, there's a little bit of a fee, but that fee is just going to come off the top and you're good. Right? You look at Ethereum, Ethereum's like, oh, well, it adjusts all the time and, you know, the gas fee isn't really standard. And, you know, it might be $7 today or it might be $200. And you pretty much have to have that extra Ethereum in your wallet in addition to the transaction, which is why Ethereum never really got as big as Bitcoin. Granted, you know, the inflation rate of Ethereum has definitely gotten big. But, but when you look at market cap, when you look at growth potential when you look at just overall growth historically you see that ethereum never really got as big as bitcoin because of the way that they tried to charge an extra fee so you have to look at things that make sense when it comes to fees such as you know the other example i use the baking example you know um car detailing as an example you know you go to a car wash yeah standard wash is seven bucks you want them to do the tires? Well, that's extra three. You want them to give you the, the extra protectant on your car? Well, that's extra five. So you either get the $7 wash, you can get the $22 wash, right? Things have to make sense. And your add-ons have to make sense, much like the way that these airlines do it, you know? If you want to know where you're sitting, pay an extra 25 If not, just show up and we'll, we'll throw you in the middle seat between two obese people. You know, that's how they do it. And because we all know what's coming, if you don't pay that 25, that's why 80% of us pay that extra $25, right? Look at HBO, HBO Max, right? Or Showtime. You pay $7, you're going to get some commercials. If not, pay $10 and you get no commercials. How much is your time worth? Is it worth $3 a month? I think so. That's why we all go with the no commercials or we start with the commercials and we say, fuck and upgrade it later. So when you look at all these examples, when you look at all these different things, you have to realize that your business approach can be done in numerous different ways. And you can add on lines of service that are going to expand your revenue, expand your business potential, and also expand how attractive your business is to investors or acquirers. That's how you have to look at things. And it all goes back to spending money to make money. Because yeah, if you have a business, you can easily just say, you know what, we're going to change the pricing tomorrow. And that's that, but that's not going to go over well. So you have to do the market research. You have to do the marketing. You have to do all those back end things that are going to cost you time and money 
in order to make sure that it actually works upon rolling it out. Because the worst thing you can do is roll something out for a cash grab and you end up losing all your customers. So you have to look at how to do these things correctly, how to do these things well. Now I can tell you in my line of work, right? So I buy businesses, flip businesses time and time and time and time and time and time again. I invest in businesses also. All right. So basically anything to do with business growth, business acquisition, that is what I am in. Right. I love turning around a business, but I also love buying a business that is almost functioning completely and then making it function 10 times better. And that's why we talk about how to do these things, right? So oftentimes I will meet with business owners and their business is functioning at 70%. Let's say they're managing their business. They have two employees. The employees don't really do what they're supposed to. They only do, you know, part of the services in their particular industry because they don't have the people, they don't have the money, so on and so forth. But they have a 401k from when they used to work, but they have a huge house, but they have two luxury cars. Time and time again, whenever I see this, I'm like, oh, it's not that you can't function well, it's that you're too lazy and you're too greedy to end up creating a business that actually functions well. What is a 401k, right? Let's talk about what is a 401k. A 401k is a savings plan for when you retire. The problem is when you look at inflation, okay, when you look at inflation, your 401k plan isn't really worth a fucking thing, especially if you're young, right? And because these 401k plans are so volatile, they're worth even less. I knew this woman when I, you know, I worked for cosmetic company 20 years, 15 years ago, just about, um, it was my first job really, uh, out of college, but I worked, I worked, I worked for a cosmetic company and this woman, she lost $250,000 in value in her 401k one month before she retired. $250,000. Now I'm pretty sure if she took that money out, she could have invested it better to make sure that she didn't lose a fucking cent. But instead she lost $250,000 in her 401k plan a month before she retired. Now, when you look at what these plans actually are, right? When you look at what 401ks are, it's a mass of cash that you can borrow against, or you can just completely withdraw. If you borrow against it, you get less fees. You completely withdraw it, they take anywhere between 30 and 50% of what is in there, right? But nonetheless, you're getting free cash from your employer because they're matching it up to usually about four or 6%, but they're matching what you put in there. So it's a, it's a free bank account to just take cash. So while you're working, yeah, of course you want to use a 401k. Then you want to borrow against it for your business whenever you need to borrow against it. 
But to not do that is fucking insane. To think that your 401k plan is your end-all be-all is fucking insane. For you to refuse to, to, to take that out and do anything with it is fucking insane. You need to drain that fucking thing and use it as a tool, right? If you're trying to create fire, are you going to say, yeah, I got a pack of matches, but I'm not going to use those. Instead, I'm going to use these two pieces of wood. Or are you going to say, well, shit, I'm fucking cold. I'm going to use these matches and I'm going to start the fire right now. Pick one, right? That's what using your 401k is. Because guess what? That money isn't going to be worth shit by the time you're ready to retire. So take that money, buy real estate, take that money, invest in your business, take that money, do something smart with it so you can duplicate it. Okay. Don't take that money and ball out. Don't take that money and, 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 you know, just wait to fucking retire and live off $2,000 when groceries alone are going to cost you a thousand. Eggs are up 49% in one year. What do you think eggs are going to cost in 15 years, right? Your 401k plan is going to allow you to live for five years and then you're going to be dead fucking broke back to working when you're 75 years old. They already moved the retirement age, right? So if you're really aiming for retirement, they already moved the retirement age. Do you think they're not going to move that again? Social security, social security is the fucking joke. You're not getting any money in social security. Okay, like these are the things that I tell people to constantly open their eyes to take that 401k plan, use it as a savings plan, and then take that money and use it as a tool. Use that money as a tool for wealth. Use that money. And if you already have an existing business, use that money to make your existing business function on all cylinders instead of cutting corners. Use that money to make sure that you can exploit all service lines rather than cutting corners. Use that money to do something intelligent with your business instead of cutting corners. Because Cutting corners might work today, but it's not going to work for the long term. It's not going to allow you to have that truly successful business that you're looking for. So you have to look at what you have available to yourself. What is available to you to help you grow? What is available to you to help you help you maximize your potential? right? What is available to you to help you prosper? That is what you have to look at. And then once you are able to prosper, then you look at how can I add service lines? How can I add possible extra fee? You know, how can I duplicate what Spirit and Frontier does? Because although we all make fun of those two airlines, they're always fucking packed. Always. You ever go to Florida and see a Spirit flight? They're packed on there, non-fucking-stop. Okay, even Southwest. You look at a Southwest flight, those things are sold the fuck out. And people pay a lot of money just to get that A boarding pass. Because they want to be the first ones on the plane. You know? So you have to look at how you can maximize, how you can thrive, and how you can actually achieve a successful business rather than just staying alive. Staying alive means you're contracting. Staying alive means you're getting smaller. 
If you're not aiming to thrive, then you are not doing a fucking thing in this world. So you have to aim to thrive. You have to aim to expand. You have to aim to maximize all your opportunities rather than aiming to just stay alive for another week or stay alive for another year or stay alive through another recession. When a recession hits, you need to maximize. When a recession hits, you need to expand because that is when opportunity is thriving and you can get that opportunity at a discounted price. How can you build your business to achieve the goals that you actually want to achieve, right? But it's like we talked about before. You can't act like Dave Ramsey, where he's just, oh, you know, I've got $5. I'm going to hold on to it. Bullshit. What the fuck are you going to do with $5? I can't even park my car at the airport for $5. What are you going to do with $5? Nothing. Use that $5 as a tool. Give it away. Get another customer in. Whatever it is, use your money to create greatness in this life. Because like I said before, if you're not expanding, if you're not maximizing, then you're contracting. And if you're contracting, you're already dead. So those are the words of wisdom I want you to live by. Those are the words. That is the theory I want you to expand your life on. Because if you're able to understand how to add service lines, if you're able to understand what I'm saying in terms of maximizing all potential, using your 401k as a tool rather than some sort of bullshit lifeline when you're 75 years old, then you're able to understand how to build a successful business. And just because you haven't closed your doors yet doesn't mean you're successful. Just because you haven't gone out of fucking business 10 times over doesn't mean you're successful. Just because you're able to make payroll doesn't mean you're successful. It means you're alive, but you ain't fucking maximizing. You ain't fucking growing. You ain't fucking reaching for those stars. So think about those words of wisdom as we continue down this journey. Because if you ain't hustling... You ain't doing a goddamn thing.